welcome everyone today we are talking to anthony about real madrid so anthony would you intru- introduce yourself hey akshat uh, thanks for having me and uh, oh fuck i fucked it up in the start <laughs> <laughs> bro i'm keeping this clip in the <laughs> i don't give that <laughs> Hey Akshat, thanks for having me. I'm Anthony M. Thomas. Uh, I'm doing B.Tech Mechanical in VIT. Uh, and uh, I'm from Kerala. Like, and, um, and mechanical is like a big thing in Kerala, you know. Like, everyone is like so crazy about mechanical guys here. That is very interesting to hear because the whole world is shifting towards CS and here we have Kerala. Which <laughs> has a spe- very special name for uh, mechanical engineers. Can you tell us that? it's uh, it's called royal mech royal mech yeah damn like, it just uh, it's like mechanical is considered as like really cool here like it's full of guys they'll be partying all the time they'll be like controlling the whole college like <laughs> everything there so it's really fun to be in a mechanical branch in kerala if you're doing it and and then you made a mistake of joining vit and then yeah. you realized <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are no girls. <laughs> so, yeah. which club do you follow, Anthony? I, I'm a big fan of Real Madrid. Real Madrid. So, yeah. uh, tell us about your journey as a fan and how football connects with you. Oh, when I was uh, 10 or 11 or something, uh, mm. I had shifted to this new place. It's called Kannur, another district here. Okay. And uh, when I was there, I had no like I had I didn't have many friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, I met a few guys and. Uh, I started playing football there. Mm. Like through football I met a lot of people. I got a lot of friends there. Mm. And that drove me to love football. Like it's a way of socializing, meeting new people and after that I just loved the game and started liking Real Madrid from there. Which was your first match that, that you remember that you saw? I know you can't remember the first match you saw, but yeah. a distinctive <laughs> match that you remember like yeah, that's that was something one of my favorite matches was the 2014 Champions League final against Atletico. Oh. I remember staying late to watch that. That was the one that was the match that uh, drove me to love football. Like really get into it, really love that team. That I am match. I am guessing that this is was uh, that match in which uh, Ramos came up with the header yeah, the late dying minutes. Yeah, yeah, that was the match. Tell me something, do you are you a Real Madrid fan or are you a Ronaldo fan because there are certain people who just follow madrid because they are big fan of ronaldo and now ronaldo shifted to ua there is a certain shift and i went through similar phase when uh, pep uh, pep guardiola took over manchester city and there was a talk of uh, aguero leaving the club and i i can tell you it's a very hard time because when your favorite player is is rumored to leave the club how do you deal with that what what was your whole experience with ronaldo leaving like i'm a ronaldo fan too i'm not saying that i'm not a fan of ronaldo mm-hmm. I, i like him very much but uh, like a club is like a lot bigger than a player you know right everything related to the club the ideology of the club the winning mentality that's what makes you love the club but mm-hmm. after ronaldo left it was a hard time for the club we were losing matches we couldn't still we can't score goals like when he was there mm-hmm. that's a big problem after he left i used to like watch some of the matches of juventus but uh, those were not as good as uh, la liga matches man uh, <laughs> so i can totally understand because 
there's something which you connect with the club like you mentioned ideologies what do you yeah. think real madrid represents in the football world yeah like uh, real madrid is really big on winning you know like they mm. can't like the fans uh, can't tolerate any any match that is lost it's a really big problem for them like wow. trophy trophies are expected every year they are expected to win uh, the la liga at least finish second finish second finishing second is also a uh, like defeat. a loss like a big defeat for them wow And like anything short of a trophy is a failure like you set the bar so high for yourself that anything like even second place is a defeat yeah that's uh, that's the main thing about real madrid that i love and i think the person who really captures this idea is none other than zinedine zidane we know yeah. what he has done for the club can you talk about zidane and what what do you think of him like zidane was a big a big player before he became a manager right he was a ballon d'or winner he won he won the world cup and stuff right right and uh, to keep up with that legend to become a good manager that was a lot of pressure for him but Ali. he delivered on it but mm-hmm. he delivered on it right and uh, he won three champions leagues two la liga and that, that was really big uh, the first season he came he won the champions league and, and i guess uh, zidane is the only manager to win the champions league back to back for yeah. three consecutive season that is re- that is something that can't be recreated i guess in yeah, sure. But just... that, that was the time when Ronaldo was there. <laughs> That's also stuff. And uh, like in a club like Real Madrid, you know, it's, it's really difficult for a manager. Mm-hmm. They have had over twenty six uh, head coaches in thirty uh, years. Oh, I remember <laughs> Rafa Benitez when he came to Madrid. Yeah. There was this huge joke about Madrid lowering the standards. Now I can understand after talking to you that there is a certain performance level. maintained and rafa benitez was expected to be a mid table manager because he he hadn't done anything ground breaking before joining real madrid so his appointment was a really strange decision if you are not at your best like at real madrid mm. you won't last there you can't put down your roots you can't take two or three years to like develop your style of play mm-hmm. uh, to get the players into it you can't do that you just need to give your absolute best the time the, the second you uh Like take responsibility as the head coach there. Only two managers have completed more than three years in Real Madrid. It's a uh, Jose Mourinho and uh, some other manager, or some old manager. I don't remember his name. Uh, <laughs> that he is uh, another discussion altogether. I love to discuss uh, Jose Mourinho tactics and his ideologies with someone someday. Yeah, you should do that with a Chelsea fan or something. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All the Chelsea fan hearing out there, or any football fan who is listening, contact us freely. We'll discuss about football, anything related to football. And uh, coming back to Barcelona, what do you think? Uh, well, like I understand the rivalry, but they play good football, and obviously the Messi-Ronaldo comparison is there. Let's just ignore that and tell me. a barcelona player that you would love to have in the madrid team right now i would love to have suarez in the team right suarez yeah. i i understand as a replacement for a finisher yeah we need a finisher like benzema is stepping in he's trying his best but that's not the level that is expected in real madrid you know? and i guess uh, investing money in hazard was a kind of a wrong move because they were trying to replace a finisher with a creator hazard is more of a creator And already, we have two left wingers already: Rodrigo and Vinicius. Mm-hmm. Bringing in another left winger is 
was kind of a waste so what do you think the existing problems are there in the club and how you think the club should move forward it, there are a lot of aging players right you know mm-hmm. uh, marcelo cruz mm. uh, modric benzema like everyone's over 30 almost 30 and over 30 right now mm, ramos yeah. himself uh, ramos himself and uh, they need to be replaced we need we have young players but they haven't been given the opportunity to play for the club to play in big matches i guess this is play. i guess this is because of that pressure to perform immediately the that real madrid brings upon and i guess when ronaldo came i, I remember manuel pellegrini who signed him uh, such a su- successful club as uh, manchester united to real madrid it was considered like a ground breaking move for a manager to do that uh, for a player to do that and he performed actually like he lived up to his task he lived up to his name i think rarely there are people now who can do that because uh, manchester city they have made such expensive signings uh, out of them some work some don't and that is the culture right now in football because bringing up new talent i guess giving them time is risky for the clubs and this is actually damaging the uh, football in general because uh, let's take an example phil foden he has been given time very less time but he has been given time consistently by gradiola 5 minutes 7 minutes and people complain about it because he has been performing those specific 5 minutes but nobody notices the pressure that manchester city or pep gradiola is on to perform and if just in case the team doesn't perform all the pressure comes down to who the young player who didn't perform in the match so you, you i guess you are understanding what i'm saying yeah yeah but we need that uh, we need the wins right we need to win the la liga we can't like take risks with the young players giving them too much time on the pitch so like we are in a very strange spot over here that there are young young players who require a testing or a trial period and there are clubs who don't want to do that right yeah like there are teams that do that right borussia and uh, teams like that that helps to bring up young players and big, many of the big clubs they give the young players on loan to other clubs so that they can get used to the high pressure games that mm. competition and stuff amazing point you mentioned that you remember otegard who was just hyped so much yeah, and that he's in like, that right now ah i know and he that poor lad was under so much pressure to perform that even if he he could do something he because of the pressure he didn't like in a big club like that you can't give them a if they can have a second chance but more than that nothing can be given in that club exactly they expect to miss like and the uh, coming to paris he is like a really demanding guy florentino mm-hmm. paris mm-hmm. and uh, he won't tolerate anything less than total perfection in the club <laughs> this this sounds very this sounds very much like uh, this steve jobs i i was watching his uh, movie uh, this perfectionist term keeps on coming over there also So I guess when when you are competing on a such a high level there has to be ruthlessness there for getting the performance yeah they don't care about the personnel they don't care they won't even care about sacking Zidane uh, mm-hmm. in the next season if he if he underperforms so but this is like something that breaks my heart when i see stuff happening because if i remember Iker Casillas he he was in the club for since since he was 5 years old and what a, what kind of treatment he got towards the end of his career like what do you think yeah, that was really bad from the fans 
the management and like it happens in most of the place pepe also left like that like that should happens in, in a club of this stature usually but. and this give, brings me to the like liverpool because they gave klopp time and he brought the results he took his time the management trusted him he, they gave him two or three four years to develop the team according to his liking he, they gave him time and now we can see such a good team which won the champions league last year and right now the premier league with so many match re- matches remaining yeah so yeah. big shifts in football going on right now and it's interesting time now this brings me to the indian football scene what do you think is uh, like how do you think the like the indian football scene is going right now with isl or the i league the main problem here mm-hmm. is that um, we don't have the viewership here like that indian football deserves mm-hmm. a lot of people are still into cricket they mm-hmm. don't find uh, football that interesting without viewership you can't bring in money you can't bring in new players you can uh, like you can't hold big champions mm-hmm. competitions and stuff like that's the main problem here i guess this this thing that you mentioned viewership that plays a big role because at the end of the day it's all about money and if the revenue generated by these football matches is not enough to run businesses these clubs won't run right there's yeah. a di- there's the, the national team is a different thing and these leagues are run by different organizations and they act as a way of generating revenue and jobs for the people throughout the country so what is your message to the listeners uh, regarding how they should if they have interest in football how do they continue if they are still young or w- want to join football as a profession um no i'm not qualified or anything i'm not <laughs> even old enough to give that uh, i am sure you i'm sure you you might have thought some day in your life that i will become a footballer because everyone oh man, I, has been really bad at playing <laughs> <laughs> i really suck at football <laughs> Uh, no, no, no okay just tell me like which position do you play prefer to play at like midfielder I, i i like to play as a right back usually right back that's like carvajal uh, right right like, like i can go through the wings and give crosses and stuff i used to play like that but now i can't run for more than 10 minutes <laughs> i i know the reason for that gate 3 yeah gate 3 years fucked up i guess there are changes uh, put forward by the indian government and and but uh, there is so much they can do right like the people's mind mindset need to change they need to get into they need to get more into football and like let go of cricket for a little bit a little bit <laughs> that's uh, that's this uh, that's the reason for this podcast to allow football to grow on its own and allow people to take a risk take a chance that give football a chance that it can help people and there was this very interesting movie uh, released on netflix regarding this if you have heard about it penalty i haven't seen it man it's a good movie it it discusses about uh, discrimination as well as the indian football scene it's a good watch i would recommend the listeners and you to watch it i yeah, okay i'll try to watch it next time <laughs> so man i i believe you'll watch it uh anything else uh you want to say to the audience football has been like a really big part of my life when you're feeling down when you're feeling lonely you go to watch your favorite team's match and when they win it like it's a big it's a big thing for you like 
when you're really down and uh, you have nothing like nothing interesting going on in your life football gets you like uh, hyped up again happy again that's all and playing also you can meet a lot of new people uh, you can get to you can really get to know people in a football field you know right right what right. they are like so everyone listening to this if you have something to talk about if you have something interesting you want to say join the podcast uh, contact akshat kazana ningalellarum ningalku parayanulla karyangal idu parayanam idu parayunu okay then thank you great man i am always open to different culture different lifestyles and that's what this podcast is about new people different lives what we can learn together thank you